Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, no nope. glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yeah. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yeah. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yeah. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yeah. yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yeah. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yeah. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yeah. Have time to wait?
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I your theater Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose all right, all right, all right, all right. You know what it is. We got to choose. Hold on one second, y'all. All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. Kevin Hart, could you please say that one more time? What are we going to do today? All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. And that, uh, that is only being used for 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 uh, education purposes. It's not for any endorsements. It's not for any any money uh, gaining um, uh, enterprises. Uh, we just use that again for educational purposes only. Shalom, 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 shalom. Welcome once again to another episode of ISBHPK presents the Bible Talk podcast. The Israel School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge welcomes you to our show. My name is Mashav. I am one of the teachers here with the ISBHBK. Uh, currently, I'm in San Antonio, Texas. Um, ISBHBK is a network of schools uh, uh, scattered throughout uh, North, North America uh, with school locations in San Antonio, Texas, Houston, Texas, Norfolk, Virginia, as well as uh, Rochester, New York. We do invite everybody to please check out isbhpk.com. Please check out isbhpk.com. That's the website that's been um, organized and set up to help um, our schools, particularly schools in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester, uh, with links at the, on the website uh, to Chosen Creations, Sweet Ambiance, and Israelware. Right? Chosen Creations. I'm, re- I'm reading this directly from the website, y'all. We're directly from the website. Chosen Creations is dedicated to bringing back the beauty of Hebrew-Israelite culture. Chosen Creations offers custom engraved jewelry, personalized home decor, and unique gifts you can't find anywhere else in the world. Shop Chosen Creations at chosencreationsetsy.com. So, but there's a link to Chosen Creations at the isbhbk.com uh, website. And again, Chosen Creations. Goes to, uh, and you supporting Chose Creation directly helps support um, our school locations in Houston, Texas, North Virginia, and Rochester, New York. So please check it out, and you you're gonna be impressed. Uh, I can't I can't I'm not eloquent enough to really describe in detail and 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 bring out the beauty and and the the majesty of what Chose Creation really does. But do yourself the favor, isbhbk.com. Uh, check out the link to Chose Creations to help support the ISBHBK network of schools. Um, on the on the website also is a, is a link to Sweet Ambiance. Uh, Sweet Ambiance, and I'm reading this again from from the website. Sweet Ambiance provides monetary and job support to ISBHBK by engineering custom fragrances, so everyone of your moods can smell amazing. Uh, when support when you support Sweet Ambiance. You support ISBH, ISBHPK, Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester, New York. And with Choice Creation, I'm going to tell you all straight up, they've got custom-made, custom handmade soaps, custom handmade lotions, custom handmade um, bath bombs, as well as the, the different fragrances for, for, for the home, for the body, for the house, for the car, for any mood you want to set. Check out uh, uh, Sweet Ambiance. Do yourself that favorite. I got from them at the last Passover. Uh, that was held in uh, April 5th, 
uh, in, in, in Norfolk, Virginia, at the school. Uh, I got some beard oil from them, one of the greatest beard oils I've ever had. Uh, I'm just going to tell you all straight up. It, it, it's, it is amazing. It, it really, truly is. So please support um, Sweet Ambiance at isbhbk.com and, and help support um, what is going on uh, with, with our schools as we try and reach out and try and help, help um, reignite, help awaken, help energize the 12 lost tribes of the nation of Israel. Try, try, uh, in the search, um, uh, as the Most High's word does not go out void, to awaken and to get the 144,000 sealed. So that once the 144,000 are sealed from Revelation chapter 7, verses 1 through 4, that we get that 12,000 from each tribe, 12,000 from Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Asher, and Naphtali, we get them, those 12,000 from each tribe sealed, boom. The, who the world is waiting for, longer waiting for, who creation is waiting for, um, the return of our Lord and Savior, our King, our Lord, the Prince of Peace, the Governor, um, Emmanuel, um, the One, the Anointed One, the Chosen One, who the world calls Jesus Christ, who we say in the ancient faith of Hebrew, Yahweh Shai, he'll be back. He'll be back, y'all, and we can finally, the world can finally be, uh, start to be put back to rest put back at ease, and be restored back to its full glory. That's what, we, that's what we're waiting on, but we have to do our job first, y'all. We have to do our job, and we've got to awaken the 144,000, that, that 144,000 of the 12 tribes in the nation of Israel so that the world can finally be back at peace. Like it says in Isaiah, the second chapter, that the nations will learn war no more, that Christ comes back, there ain't going to be no more wars. Uh, he said he can wipe away all tears. He can wipe away all, all, all sorrow, all pain, all sicknesses will be done. So it, it's important that we wake up at that 144,000 get awoken and get sealed, like what is said in Revelation chapter 7, verse 1 through 4, so, we can, the, so the world can finally be at peace. The Prince of Peace is one of his titles, is one of his names, that he's going to restore peace back in the earth, Justice back in the earth and God's righteousness, like we read in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, from the Lord's Prayer, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, on earth as it is in heaven, that we want God to finally come and, and Christ through his, through his, his son, um, Christ the Messiah, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, to come back to Alpha and Omega, to come back and finally have his will, his law, his way, perfection put back on this earth. So, again, so that there's no more sickness, no more pain, no more, no more sorrow, um, and the earth can return back to the fullness of its strength. It can return back to the, to the fullness. No more climate change, no, no more um, uh, uh, global warming. No more polluting of the oceans, of the seas, of the air. No more uh, uh, of the corrupting or the pollution um, that's corrupting the DNA of animals, of fish, of, of, of people. All that can finally be done away with. All that can finally be done away with, and the earth can get back on its course to, uh, and being fully restored to its full power. All right? So that's what we're waiting on. But when supporting... ISBHBK, isbhbk.com and supporting uh, Chosen Creations and supporting uh, Sweet Ambiance 
help us accomplish that goal, y'all. Help us accomplish that goal. Do your part um, in, in helping out that we can get the 144,000 awoken so that the world can return back to, to peace. The world can return back to its strength. Every nation can finally be restored back into, into their lands, into their inheritances, and God's law will be the law of the world. God's law will be the law of the world, which will keep everything in order, which will keep everything at peace. That with the, the restoration of the sons of God, the restoration of the children of Israel, uh, having dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, and over everything that lives on the earth, that God's law, God's righteousness will finally reign. God's righteousness will finally be the, the, the equalizer. It will finally be the 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 uh the law of the land that there won't be no more invading one another's lands because every nation will return back to the land that God have really set up for them from the beginning, and there won't be anybody invading um uh stealing resources um uh removing ancient uh, uh burial grounds or ancient ancient landmarks no. Everything's going to go back to its original order of how things are supposed to be. Um, there won't be no kidnappings. There ain't going to be no, no more murders. There ain't going to be no more lying, stealing, cheating. There ain't going to be no more adultery. There's not going to be any more of this LGBTQ uh, uh, mentality. Um, no more of this, it feels good, just do it. Uh, hold on one second, y'all. Hold on one second. Uh, I do need to take this call. Please hold on one second. I need to take this real quick. This is important. Call me Little Bo Beep, I'm out here shining. For the lost sheep, I'm out here grinding. I ain't talking cheese, I'm out here mining. Looking for diamonds, king, the business I'm mining. Trying to wake you up from the lullaby rhyming. Devil can't touch this, he pantomimic. He is a liar, so said the lion, Judah. Uh, shelter in my protector, running to him, be faster than a puma. Holy is a wave, repping the ancient of days. Christ is a big girl. Somebody, y'all just had to take that quick phone call. Had to take that quick phone call. So going back to help support the ISBHBK Network of Schools, um, 
please check out isbhbk.com uh, for links to uh, Chosen Creations, Sweet Ambiance, and Israelware. And what they have been down for Israelware at isbhbk.com is every piece is handmade. You can request um, either a custom design or we can create one for you based on your color preference and style. Bring any idea to us, and we can bring it, uh, bring it to life. Ah, and this is talking about garments, y'all. Uh, garments for men, women, and children um, from, from, from the top of the head with head scarves, crowns, uh, metries, my design paws, scarves, veils, to the bottom of your feet, if you, I mean, uh, and everything in between. Uh, check them out, Israelware. Um, and for each each one of these, well, not, not Toast Creations, but for Sweet Ambiance and for Toast Creations, you can uh, start a monthly subscri- subscription uh, where for a, a small nominal fee, you can go ahead and get a subscription going. And based on what subscription you get, uh, they will send you out each month a fragrance for men, women, or children uh, with, with a Sweet Ambiance or with Israelware, uh, depending on what your, your subscription is. You can go ahead and get uh, either T-shirts, headbands, um, or, or the latest in, in Israel wear to help support this truth, help support this work. We ask you, please check it out. Right? Please check it out. And, again, that's isbhbk.com. All right? Um, so I got that out of the way. Now, for the rest of our schools, and I'm going to give this school list, uh, we are located in uh, San Antonio. All right, we have a school location here in San Antonio, which is located at 4444 Walsam, Suite Number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. And that is headed by Priest of War in the Iron. That's headed by, by Priest of War. If you need any information about the school here in San Antonio, please hit up 210-862-2643. That is the Brother of War's number. Uh, you can contact him directly. Or the Brother Shamshuan at 505-387-960. Nine. Uh, sc- uh, class times for our school here in San Antonio is Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., and then on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, whenever they have a class here in San Antonio, you can also watch it live on YouTube at ISBHBK um, uh, San Antonio. ISBHBK San Antonio, uh, again, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 7 to 10, and then Saturdays. At starting at 10 a.m. for the Sabbath ceremony they do here in San Antonio. If you'd like to help support the school here in San Antonio, we invite you to go to Rolling Oaks Mall. All right? We invite you to go to Rolling Oaks Mall and support Eastern Fragrances. Eastern Fragrances, similar to Sweet Ambiance, provides uh, jobs, jobs and, and helps support the rent here for the school in San Antonio uh, by providing you with the latest in, in the uh, perfume, custom oils for men, women, children, for the house, for the body, soul, and mind. Check out Easter Fragrances on the first floor of Rolling Oaks Mall, located between uh, the American Cooking Company and the elevator. It's like a third kiosk in, uh, right in front of where Victoria's Secret is. All right? Check them out. Uh, it helps and helps support this truth here in San Antonio. It helps support the school here in San Antonio. Um, if, you, if you have any moving needs, all right, to help also, and also help provide uh, employment for some, uh, some of the families here in San Antonio. Uh, there's another movie company that we've established that they've established called On the Mark Move. 
right? On the mark move will handle any moving needs you might have. No job too big, no job too small. Um, if you need uh, an apartment, a house, um, uh, an office, if you need a storage, a garage, you need stuff moving from your attic down to your garage, from your garage to storage, what have you, please contact um, On The Mark Move. Uh, they have a, a Facebook. You can uh, locate them on Facebook at On The Mark Move or just go to the school. Uh, go to the school again at 4444 Walsham, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. And they can handle whatever moving needs you, that you might accomplish or need accomplished. Check them out. Their rates are phenomenal. They're uh, licensed, insured, and bonded. They will take care of your needs. Right? Any, any, I do mean any, any moving needs you have, check them out and help support this truth. It, it's families coming together um, to provide employment and a source of income to keep the school running here in San Antonio. All right. Um, uh, name our school location in Houston. Uh, Houston, our school location in Houston is 231 FM 1092, Stafford, Texas, 77477, being a the location there in Houston. And the, the man of contact there, the priest of contact there is Priest Quatizab. You can reach Priest Quatizab, 303-557-8979. That's 303-557-8979. That's Priest Quatizat, located in Houston. Houston has classes Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then again on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Um, and you can locate them on YouTube as well. And then Saturday starting at 10 a.m. for the Sabbath service coming out of Houston. You can uh, log on to ISBHBK Houston and be able to check them out. And again, please go to the website and help support the school location that we have there in Houston. Our other school location uh, in Norfolk is located at 2610 Granby Street, 2610 Granby Street, Norfolk, Virginia, 23517. The person of contact there, the POC, I guess I think that's what they say, the POC person of contact is Priest Kazakia. Uh, his phone number is 757-300-4047. That's 757-300-4047. 4047 for our school for for the school in Norfolk. The school in Norfolk, you can locate them on um Facebook Live. Uh, I had to get this corrected. They have classes uh Tuesdays and Thursdays Facebook Live from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. That's Tuesdays and Thursdays on Facebook Live uh from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Then on Fridays and that's Eastern Standard Time. Then on Fridays, they have, uh, check out ISBHBK Norfolk YouTube channel from 7 to 9 as well. Uh, and then on Saturdays, also the YouTube, um, ISBHBK Norfolk, uh, catch the Sabbath ceremony coming out of Norfolk. And that starts at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, right? That starts at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time uh, for our school location there in Houston, all right? And then we have Rochester, is our, our newest school in Rochester, New York, located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, Suite 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. And the, 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 the priest in charge there is Priest Zion. Brothers doing some phenomenal work. And I was just talking to Gazaki yesterday. The school in Rochester is definitely growing. The school in Rochester is definitely growing. They're, they're getting the, the, in numbers and in people and in spirit and in truth. 
and getting this, this the knowledge spread up there in Rochester. And you can catch them um, on YouTube Tuesdays and Thursdays at ISBHBK Rochester YouTube channel from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., all right, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., Tuesdays and Thursdays on YouTube, ISBHBK Rochester. And then they also have a class Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time there in Rochester, New York. Do yourself a favor. Hey, there's some great teaching going on, y'all. I ain't going to lie. There's some great teaching going on. Um, I, 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 I'm at a loss for words. There's a great teaching going on. Do yourself a favor and check them out, all right? From each one of our school locations, from each one of our school locations, you can, you can see and feel the love, the dedication, the, the sacrifice that has been made for, for well over 20 years, uh, 25 years, um, and, and really wanted to awaken and, 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 and do the best and provide the best um, uh, access to the scriptures, uh, the best access to the Most High, and, and, and returning back to our culture, returning back to, to us being Israelite. And that's why we have the businesses uh, set up, from the oil businesses of Eastern Fragrances, Sweet Ambiance, uh, the clothing businesses of, of Israel Wear, uh, the movie companies, um, uh, On the Mark Move, or um, what am I missing? Uh, or Children's Creations, that, uh, and Sweet Ambiance. All these are set up um, to help us get back to our culture, help us get back to and keep it Isaiah 52, verse 1. Uh, put on that beautiful garments. Uh, it's time for us to wake up and put back on our garments, our culture. Put back on that we are the people of the book. We are the Israelites, the so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, and Mexicans. It's time for us to repent. It's time for us to come back and acknowledge and understand who we are and that we sinned against God. The nation of Israel, the Israelites, the 12 tribes of Israel, we sinned against God. And, we, and God punished us by kicking us out of the promised land. We've been exiled out of the promised land. Like Adam was kicked out of the garden. The Israelites were kicked out of out of the chosen land, the promised land, under God's protection, and we've been kicked out again as a punishment. But now, with the death of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, giving us the example of how to repent, giving us the example of how to be humble, that we have a we are going to return back, that the Lord is going to send Jesus Christ back to save the Israelites out of this captivity that we've been in, out of these slaveries, out of the oppressions that we've been in, and restore balance back in the earth. So check out all of our classes, ISBHBK, Houston, Norfolk, Rochester, ISBHBK, San Antonio. Visit the schools, um, support the businesses, help help us. (laughs) I, I, I will say it like this. Help us to help you. Help us to help you. So we can get the 104,000 awakened and sealed so we can go home. So that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, can finally come back and righteousness can be restored back in this earth. God's will can be restored back in this earth. Imagine no more COVID, no more colds, no more flu. Imagine no more, uh, no more arthritis, no more diabetes, no more heart disease, no more um, uh, um, uh uh, glaucoma, no more uh, cataracts, no more uh, uh, cancer, 
Imagine living in, in, in a world like that, living in a world where, where we are back in harmony with, with, with God's creation and God's creation is in harmony with us. Imagine, uh, again, the, the oceans not being polluted, the oceans, uh, the air not being polluted no more, um, uh, people's minds not being polluted anymore. Imagine returning back to God's creation that he created in the very beginning where he said, um, uh, be fruitful um, and multiply and replenish the earth. Going back to the, where the earth gives back her strength to everybody. That seems like something to fight for, y'all. That seems like something to fight for. And then there's no need to steal, no need to rob, no need to cheat. Um, it's not going to be a, a, a capitalist society a society anymore. It's going to be 100% communal. Um, and I, I didn't say communist, but I said communal. And that it's an a earth and, and it established where you love your neighbor as you love yourself. That, that God's law, love God with all the heart and all the soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself is going to be re-back established in the earth. No more uh, molestations. No more kidnappings. No, no more um, uh, bestiality. Imagine that, y'all. Imagine no, no more PTSD. Um, um, imagine no more, um, uh, what's that syndrome? Um, any more syndromes, period. I, I can't remember the actual name of, of, that I'm looking for right now. But imagine going back to a world like that. No, no more manic depression. No, no more, no more um, uh, schizophrenia. No more uh, emphysema, epilepsy. No more, uh, just no more. Imagine a, a world like that that is awaiting for us, but we've got to get the 104,000 of the Israelites sealed. All right? We have to get the 104,000 sealed. We have to get the Israelites. We have to come back and repent and get sealed so that Jesus Christ, who the world calls Jesus Christ, Yahweh Shai, the Son of God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, will return. All right? Now, I'm not, I don't want to forget, in Albuquerque, we do have the brother Aisha White Design, um, the counselor. All right? Aisha White Design, the counselor. You can reach him at area code 505-218-4218. The brother Aisha White Design has been in Albuquerque holding it down since 1992. The brother is dynamic, fantastic, and, and, and is a real counselor. I mean, he's a real counselor. We'll give you advice, and we'll give you literally the shirt off his back um, if, if you need it. The brother has is, is got nothing but love. Um, forget Heavy D. Check out Aisha White Design. I got... Uh, I got none but love for you, baby. I got none but love. That's Brother Aisha White Jazar. Again, reach him in Albuquerque at Erico 505-218-42. What else do we have coming up? Uh, We do have the second Passover uh, uh, that's going to happen Sunday, May 14, 2023. Unfortunately, the the venue here in in San Antonio is already filled to capacity. They cannot accept any more um, RSVPs or... Any even walk-ups coming up, it just can't be it can't be done. Um, the fire marshal is very strict right now about um, uh, being going over capacity, so it, it, that's pretty much done. But it doesn't mean that you can't uphold the second Passover. If you didn't uphold the first Passover, um, so now April fifth, here's another opportunity for you to hold down the Passover uh, Sunday, May fourteenth, 
um, a regular Passover. Get your lamb, get your, uh, your, your unleavened bread, get your, uh, get your wine, get some bitter herb, and, and salute in and honor the Passover if you didn't do it April 5th. Here's another opportunity for, for you to get it done, all right? Um, that's going to be Sunday, May 14th, 2023. And then coming up a week after, a week uh, here in San Antonio, Sunday, May 21st, 2023, um, at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. Now, I got, I'm going to take a little time to go ahead and, and, and get into this. The EO Pure Therapy Event Center is sponsored by EO Pure Therapy. EO Pure Therapy is located on the first floor of Willingo Small, diagonal from H&M Clothing Store. EO Pure Therapy provides, provides the latest in essential oils, um, uh, herbal tinctures, um, handmade uh, bath salts, bath bombs, bath salts, um, uh, handmade soaps, and handmade candles. Now, one thing in particular about EO Pure Therapy that is unique among any of businesses uh, or anything you might want to support and providing health benefits or, or beauty benefits to yourself is they are now producing bath bombs and bath salts and handmade soaps that contain CBD oil, all right? They contain CBD oil. So if you got those aches and pains of dealing with arthritis, joint pains, uh, or what have you, that here's a way that you can now uh, enjoy, if, it, if it's a, if it's a, a bath, if, it, if it's a um, um, or a steam bath or in your shower, what have you, that not only will you get the release of the fragrances from uh, uh, some of the purest essential oils uh, that can be found, you can also get your bath bombs, your bath salts, or your handmade soaps with CBD oil, CBD oil already infused into the product. Check out EO Pure Therapy, uh, again, on the first floor, of Rolling Oaks Mall, uh, located in the J.C. Penney wing of the mall, diagonal from H&M Clothing Store. You want to check them out because proceeds from there, the EO Pure Therapy Event Center open. The EO Pure Therapy Event Center is located on the second floor of Rolling Oaks Mall in, in what used to be the Sears wing of the mall, um, right in front of the remote control uh uh, the remote control uh, racetrack that is there at the mall on, on the, I believe it's the south end uh, of the mall, of the Sears, Sears wing upstairs is the EO Pure Therapy Event Center, um, which on, again, Sunday, May 21st, 2023, please join the brother and sister uh, Arya Shalomar and his wife uh, Kalaya as they exchange wedding vows in a wedding ceremony um, Sunday, May 21st. 2023 at the events, EO Pure Therapy Event Center located at Rolling Oaks Mall. The location there is uh, 6909 Loop 1604 East, San Antonio, Texas, 78247. Please come and check them out. Uh, and, and any and all Israelites are invited uh, uh, to, to, to witness and to celebrate um, uh, exchange vows between Ariel Shalomat and his wife, Kaliah. Uh, Sunday, May 21st, 2023. Please come and check it out. All right? Um, and now we have prayer requests. Now we have prayer requests. Um, we want to send out some uh, uh, prayer requests going out for Joanne Coates, um, who, who, who is 
uh, recently the man uh, recently had had a health crisis. Um, uh, uh, and we ask that you put her in your prayers, as well as the whole Coates family. The whole, the Coates family is is really going uh, through some things right now, uh, some trials, tribulations, and, and afflictions and infirmities. So we ask that as you send your prayers up, uh, in keeping with uh, where it says in James, that the prayer of the righteous availeth much, send up prayers for, for Joanne Coates and the Coates family as, they, as they're dealing with uh, many health issues. Um, among the whole family right now, we want to include the, the Coates family in your prayers. We're asking that you please send up continued prayers for Thawam and Waradaya, um, the Thawamites, as, as we like to say, as they're dealing with some health issues right now as well. Um, they are one of the most charitable families uh, here in San Antonio. Um, if you've been to San Antonio <clears throat> and spent any time here in San Antonio, you've met Thawam uh, and his wife, Waradaya. Uh, if you've ate here in San Antonio from any of the meals, that meal was probably provided by Thawam and Waradaya. They are one of the, some of the most charitable one of the most charitable families in Israel. Right now, they're being plagued with some health issues. So we ask that you please uh, add to your prayer list or to your prayers uh, the brother Thawam and Waradaya um, as they're going through things that, that they're going through. We ask that you also send up prayers uh, for the brother Kazakia, priest Kazakia, out there in Norfolk, Virginia, who has been dealing with, with uh, a back issue for a minute, y'all. Um, and Kazakia is young. And when I say young, meaning, meaning he's athletic, um, he's he's uh, energetic, but he's being plagued with uh, back problems and that he has been dealing with for a while. So we're asking to increase the prayers. The brother is 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 stretching, fasting. The, the brother is is doing everything he possibly can and trying to cope with um, the back issues that he's dealing with, as well as trying to help run. Um, ISBHPK, trying to help manage um, uh, Houston, Norfolk, Rochester, as well as being being um, uh, a member of the Masra Yasa'ala. Just being an Israelite, I'm going to say it like that, just being an Israelite, we want to send a prayer for Kazakia uh, and his family, but Kazakia for the back issues that he's dealing with, we want to send some prayers up for him. Uh, we want to send up prayers for, uh, continue prayers for Miss Catherine, uh, A.K.A. Ma Dukes, uh, Tazapa's mother. Uh, please keep her in your prayers as, as she is recovering. Um, thank you for the prayers you already sent up. We want to continue sending the prayers for Miss Catherine uh, as she as she is recovering. But we definitely want to keep her in our prayers that the Most High will bring her fully out of what she's going through, and and keep her spirit and faith strong in the Most High in Christ as she's dealing she's dealing with. Um, up in Albuquerque. Continue prayers for, for Becky and for Darrow, all right? For Becky and for Darrow. Darrow is D-A-R-R-O-W, not Darrow, but Darrow. I'm saying it, I'm saying it right, Darrow. Continue prayers for them as they're going through uh, some health issues up there in Albuquerque. We want to ask the most time that he reads with them, keeps their spirit strong, um, uh, strengthens their faith in, in keeping the words of the most high, and that the most high might bring them through some of the issues that they're going through as well. Um, uh, the entire Lovett family, right? my in-laws, from, from my, my father and mother-in-laws to my, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, to my nieces and nephews-in-laws, 
Uh, we ask your prayers uh, be set up for the entire Lovett family as as they're being plagued in, um, uh, with, with different infirmities and different afflictions in these times that you might add them to your prayer list as well, that the Most High might strengthen their spirits and strengthen their faith in the words of the Most High, strengthen their faith in the scriptures, and bring them through some of the ailments and infirmities uh, that they're currently going through um, at this time. Um, John Spann, uh, another, another member of the Coates family, uh, prayers going for John Spann, uh, that the Most High will strengthen his spirit um, and his family spirit as he's going through uh, a health crisis at this time as well. Uh, John Spann, please add him to your prayer list as well, and your prayer request to the Most High, that their spirits might be strengthened, um, that their faith might be strengthened, and keeping with where, let me see if I can find that scripture real quick, y'all. Let me see if I can find the scripture real quick. That the, the memory is, 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 is my, my scripture point is not as sharp as it used to be, but I do remember these scriptures. Um, let me pull this up. It is according, A-C-C-O-R-D-I-N-G, according, F-A-I-C. When we go to Matthew chapter 9, verse 29, Matthew chapter 9, verse 29, um, the reason I'm, I'm asking that when we send our prayer requests up for, for those who, who are, might be going through infirmities, who might be going through uh, health crises and issues, um, whether it be uh, specifics for the ones I'm asked for in the prayer request now, or even within your lives, the people that you can come across, that in Matthew chapter 9, verse 29, let me go ahead and pull this up. I might, I might want to start a little bit above this. Um, I'm actually going to start at verse 27. Right? When we go to Matthew chapter 9, and verse 27, it reads as such, y'all. And it says, And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying, and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. So there was two blind men, two blind brothers that wanted to be healed. And they're crying, Thou son of David, have mercy upon us. Verse 28, Matthew chapter 9, verse 28. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. They said unto him, Yea, Lord. And verse 29, Then touched ye their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus uh, straightly charged them, saying, See that thou tell that no man know it. See that no man know it. But they, when they were departed, spread abroad his fame in all uh, that country. One thing I just want to focus on is Matthew chapter 9, verse 29, where it says, be it according to your faith. Right, according to your faith, be it unto you. We've got to have that faith in Christ, y'all. We can send up prayers all day long, but we want to, we're asking that the most high strengthens the faith, strengthens our own personal faith. As we, as we deal with afflictions, as we deal with persecutions, as we deal with infirmities, as we deal with, with, with um, uh, the, the maladies. I don't even know where the word came from just now. But as we're dealing with the things that we're dealing with, the healing is going to come according to our faith. All right? According to our faith in Christ and according to our faith in these scriptures um, and how we're, that we're applying what the scripture says. And we believe in what the scripture says. 
that is going to be according to our faith. So as we're sending our prayers up for those, our, our, our loved ones and sick ones and those that are going through what they're going through, ask the Most High to strengthen, like the, the disciples said to Christ, strengthen our faith, right? Strengthen our faith. So we're praying that the Most High might strengthen the faith of ourselves, of our loved ones, and the people around us as they're going through what they're going through, that we might have faith in Christ, faith in the scriptures, that maybe it's a time, because let me find this other scripture real quick, y'all. In Psalm chapter 119, come on now, it says, um, A-F-F-L-I-C-T-E, afflicted, L-E-A-R, and learn. In Psalm chapter 119, verse 71, in Psalm 119, verse 71, it says, um, this is what David had recorded. In Psalm 119, the 119 Psalms and the 71st verse, it says, It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. That we could actually start at verse, uh, one, at verse 67, but I'm not going to go there. Just keeping at verse 71. It is good for me that I've been afflicted, that I might learn thy priest, thy statutes. That a lot of times that we're facing the things we might be facing, that it is for us to strengthen our relationship with the Most High. That we're getting afflicted, and it's to increase our faith and now going further in our studies, going further in our belief, going, growing stronger in the Word of the Most High, growing stronger. And let me apply more scriptures. The, the, if I might give this example, brothers and sisters, now I know the time is, is I'm more of the time. If I might give this example, if we work an hourly job, if a person is working a, a job where they get paid hourly, not a salary, but they get paid hourly, I'm just going to take it here for, for the, just for the example, all right? If more money is needed, then then a person has the opportunity to put in overtime because they might need more. And because I might need more, I'm going to put in extra work at, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a layman's job, a worldly job, whatever it might be. Let me put in the extra work because I need to take care of more things. I've got more needs. So a person, even from a worldly sense, we'll put in more work, and the more work they put in, the more they can make so they can take care of whatever they need, they need to handle, all right? You might work a salary job. You might take a side job just, uh, just to add, yet you need to do more to get more. That's, that's the point I guess I'm trying to say. We need to do more to get more. So if we're being afflicted and things are happening to us, this might be where the most high is really trying to work with us that we need to put in more for him. We need to put in more faith in these scriptures. We need to do more work. We need to do more things to please him. That, and that's not saying that we haven't been working already. I'm not saying that at all. That you might have been putting in work already. But if we need more, then even with the most high, we have to do more. All right? And that might mean more studying. That might be more studying. So now in more situations, I can apply God's word. You might already be praying. Good to you. 
kudos to you. You might be listening to Blog Talk. Kudos to you. You might be checking out every video um, on, on YouTube. Great job. What more can you do? What more can be done? If we need more, we got to put in more. All right? If we need more, we might have to put in more. That's why David is telling us here in Psalm 119, verse 71, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes, that now it's time for me to go a little deeper. It's time to do a little bit more. It's time to, to, to do a little bit more, like Christ said. There's some healings that only come with fasting, that it might be time for me to cut out more things, more distractions out of my life. It might be I need to focus more on the word of God and doing the word of God, not just being a hearer only, like James warned us. I mean, not just be a hearer, but am I actually being a doer? That it, this, the most I requiring me to do more. That he's and remember, we're not also, we're not going to forget Hebrews chapter twelve verse five, that tells us that God only chastises the ones He loves. So not every chastisement is a punishment just to be a punishment. Not every affliction or health issue is just God. He hates me. He's he's done with me, um, and, and and that's it. That's not always the case, brothers and sisters. It might be that it's it's time for our faith to get strengthened. It's time for our belief in the words of the Most High, in our studying, in our in our application of the scriptures. If I need to be more patient, if I need to be more kind, if I have to show more mercy, if I have to study more, if I got to help teach more, if 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 we know that it says alms does deliver from death. If I have to be more giving, uh, let me go here real quick. I, I wasn't really planning on going here, but this is where my, my head is at, so let me share it with y'all. Let's go to Philippians chapter 2. And, again, I'm not going through any of this to say that a person is not already doing. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that it might just require most I can be doing these things at times. He wants more. All right? He wants more. When we go to Philippians chapter 2, and we start at verse 1. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 1, it reads, If there be therefore any consolation in Christ. What's the consolation, brothers and sisters? What's the consolation? All right. Going to the Webster's 1828 Dictionary, a consolation is comfort. Right. It comes from the Latin word console, which means comfort, alleviation of, of misery or distress of mind. So if there's going to be any comfort, any alleviation of misery, if there's going to be any um, uh, uh, comfort or alleviation of distresses of our minds, um, if there's going to be any refreshment, and I'm just reading some of the words for the definition of comfort, any refreshment of mind uh, or of our spirits, a comparative degree of um, uh, suppleness and distress or misfortune. Um, let me, let me, I, I got to move this over just a little bit, y'all. If there's going to be any happiness, a perfect degree of happiness while in distress or misfortune, springing from any circumstances that abates the evil or supports and strengthens the mind as hope, joy, courage, and the like. Um, Definition number two for comfort. For consolation, that which comforts or refreshes the spirits. The, the cause of comfort as a consolation 
of Israel from Luke chapter 2. So in Philippians chapter 2, right here, brothers and sisters, Philippians chapter 2, verse 1, if there's going to be, if there be any consolation in Christ, we need to be comforted. We need to be, be, be uplifted. We need to, to be relieved of, of, of stress, of the mind, of the body, or what have you. If there's going to be any consolation in Christ, any comfort of love, we're feeling lonely. We're feeling abandoned. We're feeling uh, uh, I'm stranded on that island. If there's going to be any comfort of love, any fellowship of the spirit, I, I, I just want somebody there. I want somebody to, 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 I can talk to, I can relate to. I need some fellowship. Any bowels and mercies. If I'm looking for someone to give, to have mercy and consider what I might be going through, there's a formula to this. If this is going to take place, verse 2 tells us, Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Let me, if I'm looking for, if I need some consolation, some comfort, some love, some fellowship, I need some mercy, then let me esteem others better than myself. Let me, let me think about what others are going through. Verse 4, verse four. look, not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, this is going to be also, we're going to come back to this. This is going to be our springboard. It has been our springboard for us going over this series, the Christ, the Passover, all right, that even while Christ was being, was being tortured, being crucified, as he was going through the passion of the Christ, the sufferings that he went through, the feeling of abandonment, the feeling of betrayal, the feeling of being, his trust being violated, his expectations being, being, being uh, uh, destroyed, um, having his, and we'll get to it here, having his beard ripped off his face, having been um, uh, uh, punched and beaten the way he was beaten, even while being nailed to the cross, he wasn't thinking about himself. The example he left was, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they do. He still didn't put himself first. In the midst of all the misery and agony, of mental agony and physical agony that he was going through, he didn't put himself first. He didn't please himself. He, in the midst of what he was going through, still prayed for others, still put others first in the midst of what he was going through, in the midst of what he's being afflicted by, what he's being tortured by. He still put others first. That was one of the keys to help him get through what he was going through. In the midst of that, the example that he gave, in the midst of the, the bloodshed, of the of the brutality and the violence that he suffered, he still put others first. He still was thinking about others. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. He left us that example. 
to follow his steps and to be what? Like-minded. Verse 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ, Christ Jesus. We, this is the example that we had to follow. So when David said in Psalms 119, verse 71, it is good that I was afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes, that these are some of the things now that we, we have to now take on. And looking for that and searching for that 144,000, the sealed of the Israelites, the 12,000 from each tribe, who's going to take on this mentality? Who's going to take on this who, which of us? Who's going to grab this? Grab hold of this, and take hold of, take hold of this. One hundred forty thousand is not a lot of people, y'all. But who's going to be able to take on this mentality and call themselves true Christians in the midst of the persecutions, the afflictions, the um, uh, the ailments, the infirmities, the 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 slanders, the lies, the the infamy? that is taking place and it's going to take place, who's going to take on the mind of Christ? And in the midst of it, I'm still going to think about others. I'm going to turn the other cheek. I'm going to bless them that curse me. Who, <coughs> who is going to take on the mind of Christ? And it's not going to be an immediate thing, but we're supposed to be working towards that. Who's going to keep working towards that? So a lot of times when we do get afflicted, it's not just for our destruction. It's not for our destruction as much as it now it's an opportunity for us to get deeper into the book, deeper into our studies, and to take on more of the mind of Christ. Others first. Let me think about them. In the midst of more and more people being more selfish. In the midst of more and more people only thinking about themselves. In the midst of more and more people only being self-righteous. So, all that just took an hour, brothers and sisters. I, I, I'm going to stop apologizing for that because it was necessary and it needs to be done. Um, it's important. It's important. All right. Uh, it's important. We got to put others first as we're taking on the mind of Christ, as we're going through this class, the Christ of Passover. All right. It, this, this, these are some things that we got to do. So when I'm making these announcements, and I know people are, it, it might be being said, you're taking too long doing this. You're taking too long doing that. I'm not doing it to waste time. I'm doing it in trying to esteem others rather than myself. I'm doing it in trying to put others first. That, and I've been a witness. I have been a witness of, of, of people's giving and their alms literally delivering loved ones from death. Literally, I've witnessed the charity of others um, that, that, that have been used, have been made, uh, uh, been made merchandise, but they still gave to Christ and the Most High. They still put others first. Um, in the midst of, of, I mean, they, they just sacrificed for others, and I've seen the Most High bring them out of uh, out of. I've seen their family members brought out of death, y'all. Literally. Being brought out of situations where they were not supposed to survive. That people were, were, that in circumstances, they should have died. But we, we have seen and been witnesses of the application of these scriptures. 
So when we find ourselves in more and more uh, situations where we need help, we feel like no one's there, no one cares, um, there, 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 there's I'm abandoned, we need help, the world's mentality would be do for self. The world's mentality would be do for you. But we're supposed to be taking on the mind of Christ. We're supposed to be applying, and if, it, if that takes doing more studying, you know, you know how they say food for the soul? You know how they say food for thought? Well, that's what the scriptures are. If you need to feed your mind more of Christ's thoughts, if you need to feed your mind more of the scriptures so that it can be done, so that what the scripture says can be manifested, that's where more studying comes in. That's where more, let me, as more uh, uh, things happen and more opportunities come up, I can apply more scriptures. But, damn, I, I, I'm not going to say damn. I'm not going to say damn. Forgive me for that. Brothers and sisters, remember, St. John chapter 15. I don't know why I'm, 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 I'm really going here like this, but I'm here, and this was not my intent. My intent was get through the, the introductions, uh, get through the announcements, and get to this class, but we're, we're here right now, so I'm, I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to force the course of the river. When we go to St. John chapter 15, when we go into the Gospels of St. John chapter 15, I'm going to start at verse 1. It says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So, again, going with the Psalms 119, verse 71, going with Philippians chapter 2, that uh, the afflictions that we go through, that could be the most high just purging us so we can bring forth more fruit. Think about a tree, that when you trim a tree, um, a, a live tree, you, you haven't plucked it up by the, by the roots, but when you, an arborist, like the brother Aishwaza is, and you're trimming trees, what's the purpose of, of trimming the trees? So that the tree can bring forth more fruit. It's not. It 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 is it, the cut off the dead weight, cut off the distractions, cut off those branches that 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 aren't necessary, so that more nutrients go to the to the branches and go to the rest of the tree that is producing. We're trees, y'all. We're like the trees in the Most High. So that there could be many afflictions and things that we're going through that the Most High is trying to trim and let us know that those things are not necessary. As much as we might be trying to hold on to it, he's trying to show us those things are not necessary. So we might bring forth more fruit. We might be doing more good works. Instead of getting selfish and only thinking about, oh, I lost this, I'm losing this, I'm going through this. Maybe the Most High is cutting things around away from me. Like, like like a circumcision. Maybe he's cutting away the stuff, the dead stuff from around me that I really don't need. Didn't Christ tell us already that, that the Most High knows what we have need of? He knows our need, not our wants. He knows what we have need of. So if he's purging us, then obviously he feels we don't need that. Does that make sense? That he feels that ain't needed. For, for the work that he wants us to do, what's getting purged is not needed. Not for what he wants. Not for his will. Not for 
his work. Now, we might feel for what we're trying to put together. We might feel for what our will is, what I want to do is necessary. But the most I might really be able to thought and opinion, like like Isaiah 55 says, your thoughts are not my thoughts. Our ways are not the most high's ways. For as the heaven is higher than the earth, so is God's ways higher than our ways and his thoughts than our thoughts. So what we might think we need is necessary according to what we are trying to put together. It might be the most high is trying to cut these things away that is not needed for what he wants us to do, for what his will is. Reading on verse, verse 3, St. John chapter 50, verse 3. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So what does Christ's word do? That is the baptism, y'all. That is the baptism. The more of God's word, the more of Christ's word we get, the more we can clean up our minds about what is really necessary or priority. Is it necessary priority to us, or is it necessary priority to what God wants done? The more we study, the more we can accept and 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 receive that what I'm thinking and putting importance to or making a priority is not a priority for what God wants me to do. Verse four, abide in me and I in you. I'm in Saint John chapter fifteen, verse four. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. As much as we live in a society where it's about your will, our own will, what we're putting together, um, what we think, what we feel, uh, what our goals are, don't let nobody stop you. Um, uh, don't let nobody tell you no, that, that if, you, if you put in the work, put in the hard work, that you should be able to accomplish your dreams, accomplish your goals, accomplish what you want, that it was by your hard will, determination, and, and never quit, never say die, and mentality that got you to the point you're at. This is what Christ is saying to his disciples. What we're reading about now is what Christ said to his students. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. If we're in Christ, you can't do this by yourself, by your will, your determination, your diligence. And when we're going to do this work without the words of the Most High, strengthening us constantly, watering us constantly. Verse 4, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. We're the branch. He's the vine. He's the trunk of the tree. We are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. In accomplishing the work of God, what God was not what we want. In accomplishing the work of God, we've got to abide in these scriptures, constantly washing our, ourselves from the filth of the world, from the thoughts, from the temptations, from the draws, from the distractions of the world. We have to abide in Christ. We have to abide in these scriptures, or it's going to get to the point we can do nothing. And I know that, we, that many people have felt this before, that when our study is not there, we, we, we feel like a connection to God has been missing. We feel lost. 
we get those those, those depression thoughts of man, I can't do this no more. I just can't. I can't do this no more. I can't. And brothers and sisters, when we get to those points, we we reach those lows. The Most High wants us to give more. As ridiculous as that might seem, I can't give no more. I've done so much. I've I've, I've exhausted. I've, I've done everything I know how to do, and I'm still in the situation. That's what's time for us to go ahead and give into the Most High. It's time for us to study more and now do more of what the Most High wants, not what we want, but what the Most High wants. And if we're not studying, how are we going to know what the Most High wants? Our minds will get cloudy with our own desires, with our own distractions, with our own priorities that have nothing to do with what God wants, have nothing to do with us actually following Christ. Reading on verse 9, verse 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide, verse 7, if you abide in me, and listen to this, brothers, this is verse 7. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. If we are, if Christ's words abide in us, then we'll know what to ask for. Like Christ on the cross. Christ didn't ask anything for himself. What did Christ ask for? Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Not take me out of here. Not send down these angels and stop this BS. Stop my pain, my agony, my misery. Those weren't his words. That's not what he did. His words was forgive them. They know not what they're doing. Turn the other cheek. Blessed are the peacekeepers. Those were his words. Take, eat. This is my body. I'm breaking it for you. Take, drink. This is my blood. I'm shedding it for you. To God be the glory, not my glory. Not that my will gets accomplished. Now I'm going to glory God because what I want gets done. Because what I'm after and what I'm fighting hard for gets done. So now I would say I'm, I'm going to give God the glory? No. Christ gave God the glory that God's will was done. What was God's will? We're going to read about it in this class. What was God's will? That Christ suffered and put others first. It wasn't about him. Christ pleased not himself. So again, St. John chapter 15, verse 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Verse 8, herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Now you're being my students, that God is glorified. Why? Because Christ's words abide in us. And when Christ's words abide in us, we'll know what to pray for. It won't be for ourselves. It won't be just to accomplish what we want, my goal, 
what I'm putting together. It'll be what the Most High wants put together because we're following his will. In the midst of such a wild, um, reckless world where everybody's just doing what the hell they want to do, following their own imagination of what they feel is right, what they feel is wrong, from the LGBTQ community to to, um, GMO farmers to hybrid farmers to uh, uh, birthdays. To birthdays, y'all. Let me take this time real quick to, to get into this. Let me take the time real quick to get into this. Since the brother Quantazab, please go look it up on ISBHBK Houston. The brother Quantazab did, did such an excellent job of putting together about birthdays. Oh, <laughs> amazing. That class is completely amazing and mind-opening and jaw-dropping. And I know this is going to seem kind of weird, but in doing God's will, right, in doing God's will and not doing our own will, and where everybody is in, in the midst of this, this world today, you follow your own imagination. You follow your own dreams. You follow what you put together. And for, for in this world, you can do things that seem like it's not that bad, seem like it's not wicked. Like what, what could be wrong with this? What could be wrong with that? This, it, I don't see nothing wrong with it. But with birthdays, y'all, with birthdays, do you know that in the Satanic Bible, the, the first holiday of the Satanic Bible is birthdays? In the Satanic Bible, birthdays, put you first. Let it be about you. Part like it's your birthday. We're going to the club. We're going to drink. We'll get drunk. And we're going to party like it's your birthday. On your birthday, you can act as wild and debaucherous as you want to and get a pass because it's your birthday. That you can now have, have live your dreams. Come on, wishes? What did you wish for? How is that a prayer? How is that a prayer to God that God said, in order to reach me, blow out a candle? This little thought, y'all, blow out a candle or candles, and if you blow out all the candles, your wish is going to come true? Where did God say wish? He didn't. But some as in this world might seem as innocent as birthdays. Brothers and sisters, this, this, yesterday was the Brother Tosa Pop. Yesterday in the Brother Tosa Pop's class, he touched on Jeremiah chapter 7. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. All right, it's not this one. It's not on this, this screen. Brothers and sisters, real quick, and us abiding in God's word and doing his will and not our own, and understanding the things that some of the, some of the things that God wants us to clean up about ourselves, when we go to Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 17, Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 17, it reads this, Seest thou not what they do in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? Now, the brother Thomas Paul was going over this yesterday, but when he hit this, it struck a chord. It struck a chord. 
with me, and I want it, I, I wanted to share it. So the most I is upset with, well, matter of fact, I'm gonna start at verse 16. Oh, I'm gonna start at verse 16. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 16. Therefore, pray not for this people, neither lift up cry nor prayer for them, neither make intercession to me, for I will not hear. This is God speaking to Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah. In verse 16, Jeremiah chapter 17, or I'm um, 7, forgive me, Jeremiah 7, verse 16. Therefore, pray not for this people, neither lift up cry nor prayer for them, neither make intercession to me, for I will not hear thee. Verse 17, seest thou not what they do in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? The children gather wood, and the fathers kindle the fire, and the women knead their dough to make cakes to the queen of heaven, and to pour out drink offerings unto other gods, that they may provoke me to anger. So when Tosfa was going on this yesterday, he was giving some understanding about the queen of heaven, right, but about the queen of heaven. That in, in, in different societies, the queen of heaven is Ashtoreth. In different societies, is, is, her name is Easter. In different societies, her name is, is, is um, uh, Artemis or Venus. That is, uh, the queen of heaven is a fertility goddess. The queen of heaven is a fertility goddess. And that's why, like, with Easter uh, or Astarte or Ashtoreth um, or Venus, that is equated with love. Equated with with, with um, uh, and with sex and, and fertility, that that's what refer, is referring to the queen of heaven. So in looking at this, I'm thinking about. That. I'm like, wow, and that he was that the queen of heaven was in was in the heavens again, the queen of heaven. So he sparked the curiosity, and I'm like, all right, cool, because he was bringing out how the deities, how the stars are deities. And go back and listen to his class. I'm not going to bring out the whole thing. Go back and listen to his class, which you can find on, on www.blogtalkradio.com, um, iHeartRadio um, podcast, um, Apple iTunes podcast, uh, the Google podcast, or podcast addict under ISBK Bible Talk. Go and check out Tuss Boss class from yesterday to get all the details of what he was bringing out. But he was bringing out how the Queen of Heaven and the stars, how the, that was given to the nations for the nations to worship but that was not given to the children of Israel to worship. That the children of Israel was that the, the, the nations were supposed to, were given to worship the, the deities or the stars of heaven, which are angels, deities, gods. That was given to the nations for them to worship, but the Israelites was to worship the Most High, the one who created all the stars and all the deities and, and, and the Queen of Heaven. That don't get caught up into the things that were, that were created. Look at the ones who created all of them. That's who the Israelites were supposed to give homage to, respect to, honor, and worship. So in dealing with the Queen of Heaven, I, I had to do some research. I had to do some research, and this is where it led me to, y'all. This is where it led me to. Um, the ancient Greeks and the tradition of birthday cakes. And you can look this up. Again, it, it's, it's available. The ancient Greek tradition of birthday cakes. All right? 
I'm read the first two paragraphs. The global tradition of blowing out candles which adorn a birthday cake to be shared with well-wishers might be rooted in the ancient Greek votive uh, ritual to honor the goddess Artemis, the female archetype associated with childbirth, wildlife, and the moon. This is, when it says the moon, because the moon is the queen of heaven, whereas the king of heaven, obviously being the most high, but of the heavens, of, of the star, the sun, moon, and stars, the great light of the sun being the king, but the lesser light of the moon being the queen. That 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 is is the honoring of the queen of heaven, worshiping the moon, right? Worshiping the moon, and it tells you, and again, Jeremiah chapter seven, verse seventeen and eighteen, uh, eighteen, that this was done that that the children of Israel, the Israelites, provoked God with the honoring of the children gathering gathering wood, the fathers killing the fire, and the women kneading the dough to make cakes to the queen of heaven. Check this out, y'all. Now, the ancient Greeks uh, called the Queen of Heaven Artemis. But if you go back and, and do just a little bit of research, Artemis, Astareth, Astarte, um, um, Venus, uh, um, Astareth, all those go back to the Queen of Heaven. Those are different names for the Queen of Heaven. Check this out. The ancient Greeks started making cakes that were molded after the moon as a tribute to Artemis, the goddess of the moon. The cakes were circular and then lit with candles to shine like the moon, Columbia Daily. Tradition tells us that a long-lost connection with devotional cakes to Artemis may strive today as part of the most popular celebratory habit in the Western world and beyond. The cakes, the, the candles on the cake represent the light of the moon. Why have a round cake and then have the, the, the candles put in and the candles lit? Because that represented the light of the moon. And like you have the phases of the moon, when you blow the candles out, how the moon goes from being a full moon, then the light is blown out to that when there is no moon. And we have now associated that with birthday cakes, with the celebrating of birthdays. When Tazwell hit this up yesterday, and then again, I, I did some of this research, it blew me away because what else, but why was something that got the whole family involved? And like Tazwell was bringing up yesterday also, from Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 9, that there's nothing new under the sun. There ain't nothing new under the sun. So what could be being done? That if there's nothing new under the sun, what family tradition that has got the whole family involved, that's dealing with kids, dealing with fire, and dealing with making cakes? If that's not a birthday, I don't know what is. If that's not a birthday, I don't know what is. Even if you don't get a full cake, if you might get a cupcake, and you put that one candle on the cupcake, 
You light the candle still, and you blow it out. Now, when we go and do a little bit of research, the honoring of the birthday cakes and the birthdays, that got nothing to do with God. But look at how in this world today it's passed off as something so innocent, as something so pure, as something so so wholesome as a birthday cake, honoring a person and a birthday for a birthday cake. That was blowing me away, y'all. That was blowing me away. So to come back, to come back now and, and look at, let me pull my scriptures back up. To come back now and look at that we're supposed to be getting cleaned up. We're supposed to be getting cleaned up. We, we, have, to, we have to get cleaned up, y'all. I I I I got I got I'm sorry I'm at a loss of words right now because that still shocks me that still shocks me when I when I put this together that damn if somebody can give me another custom that affects the whole family the whole family that that it's it it it's been given such importance even if you're not if if you don't believe in God. Let's say that you're a person that is, is, is an atheist. So they don't do Christmas. They don't do Easter. Atheist will do a birthday cake. Even an atheist will do a birthday cake, not realizing its origins and its worship to the moon goddess. Its connection in paganism. And how... If you don't honor somebody's birthday, that the least you can do is get them a cake with a candle. I was thinking about you. You're special. Forget if if we kept God's law in the first place, we would honor everybody every day. If we kept God's law anyway. But because we don't, Honor, love your neighbor as you love yourself every day. And the one day that, that we all have been conditioned to make special, at least you remember it, my birthday. And look at how the world puts that, that stigma on you if you don't remember a birthday. If a parent doesn't remember a child's birthday, oh, my God. If you don't remember a loved one's birthday, as much as you might love them throughout the whole year, the emphasis is you better get them something on their birthday. You better acknowledge their birthday. Why not acknowledge them every day of the year like we're supposed to? Why not love them every day of the year? Show them they're special every day of the year. But miss a birthday? That you that's like missing Christmas. Again, so are we are we getting cleaned up, y'all? Are we getting cleaned up? Are we really learning these words of, of the Bible, the words of Christ, to strengthen us during these times? To strengthen us when again, okay, cool. I got this information just now. Give another example about birthdays. Cool, I'm not doing birthdays. But if I don't hold on to the words of Christ and these scriptures, if I don't hold on to the words of the Bible, 
the influence from the world will make me feel like such a cretin. Will make me feel like such a, 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 a evil person because I don't acknowledge people's birthdays now. That the weight of that emotion, the weight of that pressure, I better acknowledge a birthday. That that will have more weight than what the words of Christ said, what the Bible says. Learn not the ways of the heathen. Not just for Christmas, even for the birthday case, because that is what God said specifically. Did y'all catch that in verse, verse 16? God says, do not pray for them. Do not lift up a cry for them. Because this thing they're doing with this makes me angry. It provokes God to anger. It pisses God off. If we don't keep the, these words in us, if we don't keep God's word in us, to strengthen our minds, strengthen our spirits, to strengthen us, and like, no, that's wrong. I'm not doing that. If we don't keep something simple as, 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 as eating a pork, shrimp, crab, catfish, lobster, and we won't keep the words of the Most High in us, but with food prices going up as crazy as they, as they are, we, we, hey, we had to get some pork. We had to go fishing. We can't even afford to go to the store buy, but we had to go fishing. And I'll be catching this catfish, and we're hungry. Well, uh, hey, it, it's fiesta time in San Antonio. The the the, the crab, uh, what's the, the oyster bake? It crawled that season. We looked at on on these shrimp. That we don't keep things like the words of God in us going and keep our spirits, our minds watered with the words of God, it would be real easy, it's real subtle, that now we're out here doing some wildness. And we're not being the disciples of Christ. We're not being his students. We're not keeping his mind. We're only thinking about what we're going through. We're only thinking about the, the pains, the afflictions, the, 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 the loneliness that we're facing. The slanders that we're facing, we're only thinking about that, and now i got to relieve myself. i got to get some distress. i got to relieve the stress off my mind, the stress off my body. i got to do something desperate instead of let me keep applying what the Bible says. Let me, let me get back into the book. Let me get my spirit watered with the word of God, with the words of life. Because I'm dying. So with that, I can't believe I took all this time. But I feel like it was necessary. I feel like it was necessary. Um, it, was ne- it was necessary. So let me do this, but my sisters. I do need to take a, a quick intermission, a quick musical. Uh, I'm gonna get, I got to take a quick intermission. Right, and then we're going to jump back uh, into the class, continue, continue with the class with the mind of Christ. All right? Even though even what I've, I've been through now for the past hour is still dealing with the mind of Christ, 
we won't get further into it. We're going to pick up where we left off yesterday, all right? So let me take this small um, intermission, uh, get myself together, and we're going to continue on with uh, with the class, all right? And we're going to go back with my the, with choices. What choices are we making, brothers and sisters? Uh, you know what? No, 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 no. I, I heard my brother yesterday. I heard my brother yesterday. I'm going to go back to this here. That you know what? It's time for us to get back to life. It's time for us to get back to reality. All right? <laughs> say what? Say what? Say what?
Alright, alright, alright. You gonna learn today. Alright, alright, alright. You gonna learn today. Alright, 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 alright. Let's continue on with this class, y'all. Let's continue on with this class. Alright. Um yesterday, or I'm sorry, Monday. Yesterday was Tasha Part Tuesdays. Um on Monday, we was going over uh, St. John chapter six verse thirty eight and uh, several precepts that went along with that. But the mindset was, again, from St. John chapter 6, verse 38. Let me just throw that a little bit, y'all, as a um, continuing back to this. And continuing on with the class and the series that we've started, and dealing with uh, Christ, the Christ of Passover, the mind of Christ. I believe we're at part five right now, and dealing with the mind of Christ. Just like we were just going over a little bit in the introduction that, that I was doing, from St. John chapter 6, verse 38, it says, For I came down, and this is Christ speaking, I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is very important for us as, as, as trying to develop and being the disciples of Christ, being the students of Christ, being true Christians, being the followers of Christ, not just in word or from a religious point of view, but actually following Christ, being his students, learning of him. Think about this, brothers and sisters. Uh, and I'm thinking about the brother Kabar Kawa, who, 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 who is heavy into martial arts. Right? It has been since from, from his childhood. Um, if you think about like a martial art, especially in, 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 in the age of MMA, even before MMA, you go back to like, like the, the Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris's. Um, they even got the movie uh, Ip Man. Uh, when you go back and look at some of those, those, those movies or older uh, karate movies, um, even if you look at some of the Jean-Claude Van Damme's early, uh, early work, there was always a student and a master. There was always that student and a master. And the reason I'm reiterating that and saying that is that the student fought to be like his master. When I say fought, meaning he trained and he took on, the more he took on his master's mind, that's how he developed in martial arts, all right, that, that you're thinking more and more like your master. You're accepting his training. You're accepting his, again, the discipline, whether it was from a Taekwondo, um, Ishinru, uh, Kalate, um, uh, Judo, Jiu-Jitsu. You took on the mind of that teacher. The more that you went and trained with that teacher, the more you went and trained and, and allowed that teacher to mold you, you took on his mindset. Even in, in what's that, the Netflix movie um, uh, series, Cobra Kai, that Johnny, from when he was uh, in high school, teaching on the mind of who? Whatever that, 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 that his teacher's name was, I forget. Um, but then you have also uh, um, Ralph Macchio's character taking on the mind. The more he trained with Mr. Miyagi, he was actually taking on the mind of Mr. Miyagi and doing things the way he saw Mr. Miyagi do it and taking on that that mentality, and that's what made a student um, be, be subject to his master. I think like my teacher. I'm, I'm becoming more and more. I'm, I'm becoming a clone. I'm, I'm going to say it like that. I'm becoming a clone of my teacher. And when you see this student, you see the teacher, because the student is doing things the exact same way the teacher or the master did things. We see the same relationship with the actual disciples. The disciples moved from being disciples, being students, to where now it was in Acts 11:26 that now when people saw them, 
they called them Christians, meaning what? When they saw the disciples, it's like they were seeing Christ because they operated and took on the same mentality and mindset, and they did things the exact same way their teacher did things. Christ did things. They they learned and put on his mentality in, in, in everything. We can do the same thing. All right, and being the disciple, we are now Christ's disciples. Are we now learning and actually receiving and getting the mind of Christ? Not religious, not religious, but are we taking on the mentality of Christ, the mind of Christ? And again, in St. John chapter 6, verse 38, it says, For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. This is what Christ is saying. I didn't come to do his, my own will. That, and that lets you know right there, just, just off the cuff, obviously Jesus Christ, as much as the religion talks about the, the Trinity, which you can't find nowhere in the Bible, obviously Christ and God are separate. That Christ had his own will, but he didn't come to do his own will. If Christ and God were the same, if Christ, you know, Christ Jesus, the God, and the Most High, the God, if they were actually the same being, the same, I, I, I want to be careful with my words here. They could not have been the same person because Christ is telling you, I did not come to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. When it says that Christ and God were one, meaning Christ made his will to be what God's will is. But he obviously had a totally, he had a different will. There was different things that, that Christ wanted to do. But Christ didn't pursue what he wanted to do. Christ made his job, his work, his duty, what God wanted done, what God's will is. And that's what we want to continue with you today. That's what we're going to go into today. Um, Let's go to Luke chapter 22. And let me see here. Let me see here. Make sure I'm going to start there. Um, Actually, we're going to go to uh, Matthew 26. We're going to Matthew 26, and we're going to start at verse 36. Matthew chapter 26, verse 36. And this is, again, Christ being the Passover. We're going to read about Christ being in the Garden of Gethsemane. And what we're going to do is we're going to read this, um, this history from the four different perspectives. We're going to get Matthew's perspective. We're going to get Mark's perspective. We're going to get what Luke wrote down and what John wrote down. All right? Um, and I'm, I'm going to put that reminder back out there. Remember, Mark was not the actual descend, uh, disciple of Christ. He did not listen in the 12 um, in Matthew chapter 10 of the 12 disciples. Remember, Mark was a disciple or student of Peter. So what's being related um, from Mark is what Mark got from Peter. All right? That's how important Mark is, the book of Mark, that, that Mark wrote down the eyewitness accounts from Peter. Okay? So we are going to look at the, the four um, perspectives that we find in the Gospels from, Mark, from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. 
So going to Matthew chapter 26, verse 36. Matthew chapter 26, verse 36, reading on. It says, then Yahawashai, or in front of Paley Hebrew, then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit, sit here while I go here and pray. This, at, now remember, Last Supper has already happened. At the Last Supper, he said, when y'all is going to betray me? Um, nevertheless, this is my bread. This, uh, take this bread. I break it. This is my body. I'm breaking it for you. Came back a little later. Man, one of y'all is going to betray me. But, and he took the cup of wine. said, this represents the blood of the New Testament. Take, drink ye all of it, because I'm shedding my blood for you. I'm going to give you all an example. And then we're going to go over 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And the night that he was betrayed, he took the bread and the wine. He broke it and drank it. And the night that he was betrayed, knowing he was going to be betrayed, he knew it. So after all, all, all that, um, they go into the garden to, to – to, they went and sung a hymn. And now they're going to, to Gethsemane. Is after all the, the eating is done, after the, the feast is done, and remember that feast was 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 so so it was such a celebration. Remember that they thought when Judas went had left the uh, the upper room, they thought he was going to go buy some more supplies. They thought he was going to get some more supplies because he was the treasurer. Not realizing that, no, Christ said, what you're going to do, do it, do it quickly. Go ahead and do, go. Do what you got to do. And that's when Judas went to go betray him. But all the rest of the disciples thought that he was just, that he was going to go buy some more supply, more, more provisions. So it must have really been an extravaganza. I'm going to say it like that. All right? So Matthew chapter 26, verse 37. Matthew chapter 26, verse 37. They got to the Garden of Gethsemane, and Christ said to them, to the disciples, um, y'all, y'all sit here. Y'all chill. I need to go pray. Verse 37. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, being James and John, the sons of thunder, and began to be sorrowful and severely troubled. I like the wording of all this. That's what I want to pay attention to as, as we're going to read these four accounts. And it's, this class is going to go a little bit over two hours. I'm saying that right now, y'all. Um, Matthew chapter 26, verse 38. Then he said unto them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. So Christ had to depart from this, the rest of the disciples, the rest of the 12, or the 11 now at this time. And he took the, like his main three, Peter, James, and John. And in being separated from the rest of the disciples, he's got these three that he really kept kind of close to him, like his inner circle. And he's telling them, man, my, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. I'm, I'm so, I, man, I feel like I'm about to die. That, I, man, and he's telling them, man, just stay here, man, just watch with me. I know what's about to happen, what I'm about to go through. Man, I, oh, I do not want, Christ did not want to go through this. And he's saying to his inner circle of the top three, Peter, James, and John, man, just sit here and watch. Just watch. I'm about to be this, I, this. Oh. 
I know what's coming. Matthew 26, verse 38. Let me get this real quick. I'm going back and forth from my notes and from my Bible app. Matthew chapter 26. And verse 38. Only because I want to look at the word sorrowful. Look at the word sorrowful from, again, the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Uh, sorrowful. Sad. Grieving for the loss of some good or on account of some expected evil. So Christ his soul is grieving because of the expected evil. Deeply serious, depressed, dejected. Uh, Definition number three, producing sorrow, exciting grief, mournful. Expressing grief accompanied with grief, a sorrowful meat. It says dejected. Cast down, depressed, grieved, discouraged. Christ's soul was exceedingly discouraged for the expected evil that he was about to have to undergo, the depression he was facing. And he just asking the three disciples, the three top ones, man, y'all just watch, man, just, just be with me. I'm trying to go here, y'all, so we try and get a really understanding of the mind of Christ. What he that this man was real. What he was experiencing. This was some real shit, y'all. Man, just 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 come, just watch. Verse thirty-nine, Matthew chapter twenty-six, verse thirty-nine. And he went a little further, and fell on his face, and prayed again. I'm sorry, and prayed saying, forgive me, prayed saying. Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, this evil, this suffering I'm about to go through, father, if it's possible, please don't make me have to drink this. Please don't make me have to go through this. Please take this away from me. Don't make me go through. Don't make me have to face this. Nevertheless, it's not as I will, but as thou wilt. I don't want to go through this. I don't have to face this type of uh, suffering and the evil that I'm about to, the torture I'm about to go through, the brutality and the violence that I'm about to go through, the rejection, the dejection. I don't want to face it, Father. I don't want to go through it, but nevertheless, it's not what I want. It's not my will, but as you will. Verse 40, and he cometh unto his disciples and findeth them asleep and saith unto, unto Peter, what? Could you not watch with me an hour? You couldn't stay awake and just, you didn't have my back for at least, I'm not asking much. You couldn't stay awake for just an hour to make sure, just to wash my back? Those are the words of a man 
I, I don't want to say paranoid, but those are the worries of a man who 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 is understand and knowing what he's about to go through. And obviously, he did not want to go through this. And this is one black man, Jesus Christ, speaking to another black man. Another black man, Peter, who held a sword. You can watch me one hour. You can stay with me. You can watch my back for an hour. And, and one thing I always noticed or picked up that I want to help bring to our attention here, do you see in verse 40? A lot of times when we just read the scriptures, we read the Bible, we, we, we don't catch the timelines. We don't catch the timelines of how much time has expired. Do we really think it took Christ an hour to say, oh, my Father, be possible, let this come pass me? Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. To say that sentence didn't take no hour, that one sentence. But what was going on that Peter fell asleep and could not stay up for an hour? How, how, how intense was Christ's prayers to the Father not force him or not for him to have to go through this? I ain't going to say forced. How much was Christ begging the Father, please let there be another way? Again, the, the 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 image I get in my mind of thinking about this grown ass black man praying to the father, I think about a child when a child, a child is about to get whipped, and how 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 desperate that child is begging, ask for mercy, please 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 don't hit me, please don't spank me, no please please please, and I'm, I'm, I just get that image in my mind, that emotion, that emotional image in my mind of how much a when a child is about to get spanked, how that child is begging for mercy, begging for 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 um, begging for grace, begging for for another chance, begging for for something else. That this is how Christ was praying to the Father: Please don't make me go through this. Please don't make me go through this. Please find another way. Please, I'm, please, I'm sorry for a whole hour. For a whole hour. Reading on Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. Watch and pray that you're not into temptation. So he went, will you watch, man? This isn't some, get that, the reason I'm, I'm stressing right now about the black image of Christ, the true image of Christ, that black man, and what he's praying for, and what he's saying, Imagine, the, think about the emotion that he really said to him. Get that white image of Jesus, that white, that false, fake-ass image of Jesus. Get that out your head. As if Christ was going to eat some Triscuits and came floating in on a cloud and was like, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. No, this is a black man about to, about to catch a beat down. 
and he expected his partner, his boy, his comrade, his homie, his brother, man, you went to sleep? Were you watching Frey, man? That you don't enter temptation, that you get caught slipping? They're coming for me. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. This Yeah, I'm weak, Peter. James, I'm weak. I don't want to go through this. I can't I can't before let the other disciples see me like this. I that I'm at this low, that I'm at this I'm at my rock's bottom. I'm Damn, you're desperate. Verse 42. He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if this cup may, may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again. For the eyes were heavy. Verse 44, Luke, Matthew chapter 26, verse 44. And he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Verse 45, they come and teach to his disciples and say that to them. Go on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. Christ having to get to the point of acceptance. It's not about my will. It can't be about what I'm thinking about, what I want. I have have to do this. I got to go through this. I got to give the example of all that I've done. I'm at this point now. I got to continue the example that it's not about my will. It's about the Father's will. And it means that I got to go through this torture, through this brutality, through this violence. I got to go ahead and go through it. And I got to show them not to put myself first, my interest, even my health. I can't put myself first. I got to put y'all first. I got to be this example to y'all. Let's go to Mark now. Let's go to the book of Mark, chapter 14, verse 32. Mark, chapter 14, verse 32. I'm going to continue on a little, little further, y'all. We'll continue on a little bit further with this class. Mark, chapter 14, Sunday, verse 32. <clears throat> they came to a place which was, called, which was named Gethsemane. He said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. Verse 33. He took with him Peter, James, and John. I began to be greatly troubled and distressed. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 14, verse 33. We had sorrowful before. Matthew or Mark chapter 14, verse 33.
Oh, where am I at? Where am I at? I'm sorry, y'all. March chapter 14. I'm sorry. Uh, Mark chapter 14, verse 32. And they came to a place which was named Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit ye here while I, while I shall pray. Mark chapter 14, verse 33. And he, and he taketh with him Peter and James and John, and began to be sore amazed and to be very heavy. And he said unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here. And he went forth a little, a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. And he cometh to find them sleeping, and said unto Peter, Simon, sleepest thou? Couldst thou not watch one hour? Simon, you, you, your sleep? You don't realize what I'm about to go through? You don't feel this? You couldn't stay up one hour? We've all been scolded by a friend. We've all been scolded and felt very small. This is how Peter, Christ is coming to Peter right now. Verse 38. Watch ye and pray. Lest you enter into temptation. Will you get up, man? Will you watch? The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. Verse 39. And again, he went away and prayed and spake the same words. And when he returned, he found him asleep again, for the eyes were heavy. Neither was they uh, what to answer him. They was just at the Passover. He told them to drink the wine, drink the whole cup. They thought Judas went out to get more provisions. So, so this thing about the Last Supper, this picture of Mike, this lie that Mike Andrew painted by the Last Supper, get that shit out your head. They was up there. It was a feast, eating and drinking. They was enjoying and celebrating the Passover. They didn't realize what Christ was saying. They didn't realize the, 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 how heavy and what, what was about to transpire, what was going down. And now they're out here, yes, falling asleep. They've been up all day. Peter, uh, was Peter and John had to go and prepare the Passover. They had to go kill the lamb. Then cook it. Then get, get all the provisions and everything and bring them upstairs. So they've been up all day. Getting to the Passover, going over the prayers, eating, drinking, enjoying themselves. Their eyes are heavy. And Christ comes back and scolds them again, and they got, they, they got nothing to say. They couldn't answer him. 
Verse 41. Matt, uh, Mark, I'm sorry, make sure we're in Mark. Mark chapter 14, verse 41. And he cometh the third time and saith unto them, Sleep on now and take your rest. It is enough. The hour is come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise up, let us go. Lo, he that betrays me is at hand. Again, Christ understood he had to do the will of the Father. And what was the will of the Father? He had to be slain. He had to be brutalized. Let's go to Luke chapter 22, verse 39. Let's go to Luke chapter 22, verse 39. And I read, he came out and went, as his custom was, to the Mount of Olives. His disciples also followed him. When he was at the place, he said to them, pray that thou enter not into temptation. Pray that y'all don't get weak. The image I have, if y'all remember the movie uh, uh, Minister Society, remember the, the, the energy and the emotion that, that O-Dog had, had, had said to Cain when they was going to get revenge for, for them murdering um, uh, Cain's uh, 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 cousin? Stop acting like a bitch. Don't act like a, a bee right now. You ain't real scared right now. You better not be scared right now. We 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 gonna do this. I just got that 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 type of mindset. And Christ, man, don't, don't y'all get weak. Yeah, stay strong. They coming for me. I told y'all. I, I just told y'all they're gonna betray me. I told y'all I'm bringing my body for y'all. I'm shedding my blood for y'all. Keep watch. Verse 41, he was withdrawn from them. I mean, Luke chapter 22, verse 41, he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed. Again, not one of, them, not one of the disciples to see him at the low state that he was, that he was, that he was in. I don't imagine to be that sorrowful, that depressed, that distressed. That much in agony, to, to see a grown man crying, not just a grown man, Christ, see him healing people the way he healed people, as wore out, as tired, as much as he exhausted himself for the Israelites, healing people, feeding people, traveling all over the country, that's like traveling all over America. In, in, in those three years, to every city, you want to talk about a tour to teach people to get right, teach people to get ready, teach people to repent, the Israelites to repent. Fox have holes, birds have nests. Son of man ain't got nowhere to lay his head. Going in all the synagogues every Sabbath for that three years, going and teaching. having people wanting to kill him for what he was teaching, exhausted. But they're saying nothing but strength in this man. He's at this point now, a grown man crying, he didn't want them to see that. Chapter 22, verse 42, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, 
but yours be done. We can see in each one of these accounts from Matthew, Mark, and now Luke, the one common, the one thing that stays common, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Not my will, not my will, not my will. Verse 43, Luke chapter 22, verse 43. An angel from heaven appeared to him, strengthening him. How depressed and, and, and stressed out was Jesus Christ that an angel had to be sent to him to strengthen him? Verse 14, being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. His sweat became like great drops of blood falling down on the ground. And yes, yes, there is a condition where a person can sweat blood. It only comes, it's hemodrosis or, or hemodosis or something like that, and it's where you're under so much stress, literally the blood vessels in your, next to your sweat glands burst, and you sweat drops of blood, but it's under the most extreme cases of stress imaginable. But there is an actual medical condition where this does happen. Verse 45, when he rose up from his prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping because of grief. And he said to them, why do you sleep? Rise and pray that you may not enter into temptation. I know, how I, would, I know how I would have said it. It probably would have been a, a WTF, followed by a WTH. Y'all weak ass bitches. The hell, how can y'all sleep at a time like this? Don't y'all know what I'm about to go through? I can only imagine that was the type of passion and intensity that Christ came with. Last one. Let's go to the book of John, chapter 18, verse 1. And John didn't really write too much about this. Um, John, chapter 18, verse 1. And it says, when Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the book Kedron, uh, uh, where there was a garden, into which he and his disciples entered. So crossing the book Kedron, coming to the garden of Gethsemane, where they entered. Um, it says, now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often uh, met there with his disciples. Judas didn't have taken a detachment of soldiers and officers from the chief priests and the Pharisees came there with, the, uh, with ladders, torches, and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all the things that were happening to him, went out and said to them, Who are you looking for? Then answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I'm he. 
Judas also, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When therefore he said to them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. I wanted to read this here, y'all. It's not like Christ didn't have power. It ain't like Christ, the spiritual power that Christ had, of where he, where he walked on water, where he read people's minds, that he healed people, he calmed the sea during a tidal wave. Christ still had power. Then when he said this, he pushed this whole regiment of soldiers back that they fell to the ground. Real quick, let's go to Matthew chapter 26 or 53. Let's go real quick to Matthew chapter 26 or 53. Let me pull this up. Matthew chapter 26 and verse 53. We're going to visit this again tomorrow. Definitely. Um, I'm going to read this, and then we'll end it, and I'm going to continue this tomorrow. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 53, it says, Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels? But how shall the scripture be fulfilled that thus it must be? Let me see if I can find this, 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 this real quick. We're going to continue this tomorrow. We're going to continue this tomorrow. Um, where did I put this at? Where did I put it at? Christ said, don't you think I, I can call 12 legions of angels? A legion now. All right? A legion from the Latin, uh, from the Latin word legio, from lego. Not lego my ego, but from, you know, whatever. To collect or to choose was a particular division or battalion of the Roman army, which at different times contained different numbers, contained different numbers. In the time of our Savior, it probably consisted of 6,200 footmen and 300 horses, 12 of which which would amount to 78,000 men. For Christ to say, don't you know I can call? You, you don't think I'm, I'm, I'm? You think I'm out here weak? A, a punk? You think I'm a bitch? You think that I can't call right now? You think I can't call some backup right now? I can call twelve legions of angels, which would amount to over seventy-eight thousand angels. That's what Christ had at his fingertips. That's what Christ had at his beck and call. So it, everything was a choice. The point I want to get to, it was a choice. Christ chose to do the will, the will of the Father, even though it meant his physical destruction. 
even though it meant that he was going to face and endure the, 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 the brutality of the Israelite soldiers, the Roman army, the Israelites mocking, being hung on the cross, and he still had to say, Father, forgive them. They know that's what they do. But it's not like he didn't have the power to choose to stop it. He chose not to stop it, to do the will of the Most High. You want to talk about posse up? You talk about going to my trunk and let go to my car and pop the trunk? You talk about shoot out at the OK Corral? All right, y'all. I'm going to end this class today. At this point, I'm going to continue this class tomorrow. All right, today is it is Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, uh, May third, two thousand twenty-three. I'm going to end this class here right now. Uh, we're going to come back tomorrow, Thursday. Now, I'm going to come back tomorrow, Thursday, uh, May fourth, uh, two thousand twenty-three, and we're going to continue this class. Now, it's going to be the part eleven, uh, the Mind of Christ, part five. Right. Uh, tomorrow's going to be part 11, the mind of Christ, part five. And we're going to continue to go with this. We'll continue to go with this and bring out the mind of Christ when he was facing the most serious, the most agonizing of, of agony, of pain, of torture, of violence, of brutality that could be imagined. And what was the mindset he took while going through it? It's not about what I want, Father. It's what you want even though I've got the power to stop it. I can take matters in my own hands. I can blow the spot up. I can stop this right now. I can call 78,000 angels. I can do it myself, but I can call 78,000 angels to come down here and put it into this whole damn thing. That's what I want to do. But I'm gonna do what the Father wants. I'm gonna go through this. So with that, brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning in. All right, thank you for uh, if you did tune in. Uh, please uh, check out ISBHBK. Tonight is Wednesday. So let me pull this up. Let me pull this up again. Tonight is Wednesday. Uh, please catch. Uh, uh, there's different sources. We have ISBHBK San Antonio. Uh, they have class night at 7 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, there's Houston. Uh, uh, ISBHBK, uh, ISBHBK Houston, again, starting at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You catch either class, either San Antonio with a war or um, Inception or Houston with Chris um, uh, Quartazop and La Corab. And let me see here, Norfolk. Yeah, on YouTube. The YouTube channels are available to you. Um, 
If you're up in the Albuquerque area, give Brother Aisha a call, see what he has going on. Maybe I uh, can break bread, go over scriptures or, or something. Just keep, you know, let's keep, the, let's keep our spirits watered. All right, let's keep our spirits watered. Let's keep our spirits strengthened in facing and, and knowing what choices to make that please God. Mm-hmm. All right? <clears throat> I think I get some text in. Let me see here. Let me see here. Um, all right, cool, cool, cool. There is an evite for the wedding. All right, there is an evite for the wedding. Nice, Aria. Beautiful. Um, I need to get this sent out. But chat to RSVP, the wedding uh, celebration. You're invited to the wedding celebration. Click here to RSVP with Kalaya and Aria. That's nice, Ak. Khan, Khan, Khan. So I'm going to send this out. I'm going to send this out. And let me see here. And no problem, uh, Becky, no problem at all. No problem at all. All right, so I'm going to end today's class. I'm going to end today's class. Um, Again, please check out ISBHBK uh, either San Antonio, starting at 7 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, or ISBHBK Houston. Again, starting at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And with that, we'll be back tomorrow um, at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and continue this class right here. So with that, my name is Mishaba. And for ISBHBK Bible Talk, I would like to say shalom.